If the idea of getting more energy, beating the bloat, sorting out your skin, your hormones, your waistline, or whatever kind of diagnosis or label you have sounds appealing, but you actually are totally confused at the how, how do you do that? How do these people get these transformation stories? Then this is the episode for you because I'm sharing with you my holistic path to transformation that you can use this year to get to where you want to be. Let's go. Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Today we are looking at how do you actually ditch all of these symptoms that you don't want anymore, like the bloating and the skin issues and the fatigue and the depression and the brain fog and all of that stuff. How, like, how do you actually get rid of it? (laughs) Like, what does that actually look like? Because it can be a bit overwhelming. And I'm sharing with you my holistic pathway to transformation that I just see work time and time again with my clients and with myself. And I'm going to give you the tools and the framework so you can flow through this this year and really create the change that you want to see, which is exciting. So I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for your time. Um, A couple of quick things. Do make sure that you are getting my emails. So if you don't get my emails, the best way to get hold of this and to just kind of get introduced, for us to get introduced to each other is to do my quiz, um, which is like an online health assessment where I'll share you a bunch of free resources and um, send you some emails. It means you'll start to hear from me and you can figure out why you feel rubbish, essentially, why you're tired and bloated. And that's at keziahall.com forward slash quiz. Also, if you've been in my world for a while and you're like, oh, Kezia, I really want to work with you in 2021, get on my wait list. Again, keziahall.com forward slash wait list to get your name on that list. When I am back and taking on new clients, that's where I'm going to go first come, first serve for everyone on that list. And um, you'll also get access to um, my previous pricing before my price goes up. So it means you'll save some money as well. And we can do this whole pathway of transformation in 2021 so that you can end the year feeling a whole lot more kick-ass. So enjoy this podcast. If you like it, share it, pass it on to a friend, put it on the, on the Facebook. Otherwise, let's dive in. This podcast is sponsored by my very own Flourish Academy. If you are feeling overwhelmed and stuck and a little bit lost at where to begin when it comes to supporting your hormones, your digestion, your energy, and your waistline, the Flourish Academy is for you. It's my four-week program that helps you to beat the bloat, double your energy, balance your hormone, and change your relationship with food in just 28 days. It's a really phenomenal program. Hundreds of women have done it and seen amazing results. You can sign up today and get started whenever you want. It's a self-study online program. And in the program, I really put all the key foundations that I talk through and work with with my one-to-one clients so that you can see the same phenomenal results that I see with my private practice at a much more affordable rate. So if you want to find out more, go to keziahall.com forward slash flourish, find out all the information and then sign up if it is for you. It's 
it's honestly a program that I thought about scrapping and then recently went through it again myself and was like, oh, this is great. I should talk about it more. Hence, having it sponsor the podcast. So if you are stuck, if you want to work with me, but you will need it to be really affordable, keziahall.com forward slash flourish. I'm going to be sharing with you today something that I'm calling the holistic path of transformation. Basically, I'm a very practical person and I realized it might be really helpful for you to actually know the the path, the blueprint for how you can actually deal with and ditch some of these really unpleasant symptoms, whatever it is that's going on with your health, whether you've been dealing with Um, these symptoms for two or three years or 10 or 20 years. I'm going to go through what I'm calling the holistic path of transformation of basically the nuts and bolts of how do you actually make progress and how do you hit your goals if your efforts thus far have been not productive. They have, if your efforts haven't gotten you anywhere, you just feel like you've tried and failed a bunch of different things. I'm going to share with you the kind of process that I do with my clients that actually brings about some real transformation. Because even if I just think about this year, 2020, there's been some amazing transformations in my clients. I had one client come to me at the start of the year. Doctors weren't quite sure if it was rheumatoid arthritis or something else, or menopause, post-menopause issue, or or bone issue. She'd had lots of tests done, um, but basically she was in a lot of pain. <laughs> you could just summarize up. There was a lot of joint pain. It was affecting her sleep. And as you could imagine, her life, you know, when you're in pain a lot of the time, it really limits the things that you A, have the energy for, and B, can actually do. And again, through working together over several months, basically through going through this holistic path of transformation, by the end of it, I was asking, because I always kind of review and say to my clients, okay, how would you rate your pain now in your joints out of 10? And at the start, you know, 10 out of 10 might be awful pain, the worst kind of pain in her joints. So at the start, I think she would maybe put it at an eight, eight out of 10 for the pain in her joints. And by the end, she was like, oh, well, nothing, because it just doesn't, bother me anymore. It's just a zero out of 10. So that is one example of transformation. Or another client more recently came to me since being a child, has struggled with fatigue, um, chronic fatigue, IBS, fibromyalgia, depression, a couple of other things thrown in there. I think eczema, a couple of other diagnoses. Kind of all been wrapped up into that for years, over 15 years. This has been an issue. And there's lots of different, um, that kind of client can appear to be really complicated because they have maybe four or five labels or four or five diagnoses. Uh, But again, through going through this holistic path of transformation and just doing what I do as a holistic nutritionist, we are now at the point, we still actually got another month of working together, but now at the point where um, she's not in the as much pain and that's gone down massively. She's not taking her painkillers for her fibromyalgia pain anymore. She's got more energy. She actually wakes up with energy and feels like she, she was telling me the other day, cause a lot of, there was a lot of like brain fog and just not being able to feel very present. 
Um, if that makes sense, like your brain just feels really foggy. And she was like saying the other day, like I'm thinking about things and having ideas and like I have energy to like do more than just like make dinner and crawl to bed in the evening, which is so awesome. Pain going down, better sleeping. She's totally transformed her diet. Um, so much good stuff after years and years of struggling or even another client this year came to me and she had, um, has a history of fibromyalgia, but had kind of got that under control, but recently felt like that had fled up. A lot of her allergies and respiratory issues had fled up and her immune system just had been hit so hard. She'd had UTI infection after UTI infection, but the doctors also weren't quite sure if it was a UTI that she was having or if it was just other bladder issues. Wasn't quite sure. Her job and the shifts that she does with her job is really full on. She works a lot of hours um, and there's certain, it just impacts her lifestyle in quite a big way. And she um, is hoping to retire in a couple of years and was just at the point of like, I, I at this rate, I'm going to like retire and then just be like sick in bed for years and years. So we've, again, we've been working with each other for, I've been working with her to address specifically these kind of recurring UTI type symptoms. Again, the doctor's not sure if they are UTIs, if they're not. So we ran some stool tests. We've been supporting her immune system. We've been working with her shift work and her job and the kind of confines of her job and lifestyle to figure out what is going on. And again, through this pathway of transformation, she's starting to see some amazing results in terms of she hasn't had any respiratory issues. Her UTI symptoms have massively gone down. Her energy is doing better. So much good stuff. So that's why I want to talk through this pathway in transformation because I talk a lot actually about some quite nitty gritty things on this podcast. You know, I've done episodes on what to do about eczema, what to do about PCOS, what to do about thrush, what to do about bloating, constipation. But you also you've also got to kind of have the right structure to flow through. Otherwise, if you just get so fixated on, excuse me, that's a bit, I'm not even going to edit that out, guys. I'm, I'm, in, I'm about to pop with twins. So <laughs> burps may happen in this podcast. Um, but if you get too fixated, say on, oh, I have thrush, that Kezi was talking about yeast and candida. I see this mistake so much, especially with thrush, where people get really fixated on the thrush or the yeast or the candida. And that's what they really focus on. And they don't take that holistic um, framework in place. And often they can do, you can do more damage than good sometimes. If you're just so fixated on, oh, I definitely have yeast, I have yeast overgrowth, I have yeast over, I need to deal with the yeast. Then, and you don't deal with the whole picture, then that can actually create a lot of problems. And I've seen that <laughs> with a lot of clients. They come to me and they've been like, I'm on the, I've been on the candida diet for like two years. And I'm like, wow, feeling better? And they're like, no, not really. And that's because they're missing this framework. Okay, so I'm going to go through it with you. Feel free to take notes. This is kind of the sequence that I do with clients and the strategy that I take with them. So I hope that you're ready and you can adopt this and I'm sharing this with you so you can adopt it, take it on board and notice if you are missing any of these steps. And if you're still very much um, only aware of the kind of more conventional medicine approach, this is probably a really this will be a brand new and you won't be implementing any of these things. Um, so that's why I want to go through it. Okay. So number one of this holistic path of transformation, first thing, first on the list is listen. 
The first thing I need my clients to do and the first thing I need to do as their nutritionist is to listen. And I don't just mean not interrupt them when I'm talking, but I also mean listen to their body. You have to know what is going on in your body if you want it to change. And I would be a multimillionaire by now if I got money every time I maybe chatted to someone, often not a client, because um, it'll become obvious in a minute, but I'll chat to someone and they're like, oh no, I'm really, really healthy. And then you have a conversation with them and then lo and behold, you discover they're on um, blood pressure lowering medications, they're bloated, they only poo once a week, they take painkillers, they take paracetamol and ibuprofen several times a week for headaches and migraines and they don't sleep that well. But they're like, oh no, I'm really healthy. And then when I'm, I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> there's, that, that, there's a disconnect going on because your body is clearly telling you there's some things going on, but you're not listening. So the first thing you need to do is to listen, really listen to your body. What is it saying through symptoms, through how you feel, through your digestion, through your sleep, through your cycle, through, through your food cravings, through your weight, through your hair, skin quality, all of these kinds of things are all ways that your body is communicating with you. And our job first is to listen. And that's also my job as a holistic nutritionist is to listen to what a client is saying, to what they put down on their health questionnaire, to all these different, to the diagnoses they have, to the medications that they're on, and really listen and just figure out what is going on. But for you personally, this is a really important step is I, it's really common for people to just be really disconnected. And it's only when maybe I'm working with a client and I'm probing them with questions, do they go, oh yeah, I do get thrush every month. And yeah, actually my libido is pretty low. And I do, it does take me about an hour and a half to get to sleep most night. And I do crave salt a lot of the time. And, and these are all things they've just never paid attention to. So paying attention to your body, paying attention to your environment as well. You know, listening in, does, does your work really get your stress levels up and you just can't switch off from that? Do you have relationships that constantly stress you out? Like where, you know, listening in to the different things that are influencing your life. So that's number one. Number two is then gather. So um, as when I'm working with the client, this is then listening and then I'm gathering that information. That is information about all their different symptoms, lifestyle, where they've lived, the kind of environment they're in, their job. Um, For you, this is really just gathering. This is when you start to get a little bit more strategic. So first you want to have listening and awareness and this might be when you start to write things down so you'd be like you might keep a food and um, and mood diary where you write down your energy your sleep your symptoms your fluid intake your food intake for a week this is a great thing to do if you're doing this on your own and I always ask this for clients before our first session is just for up to five days seven days just write down how many hours you've slept how you feel any symptoms how your poos are what day of your cycle you're in. Um, Just keep a detailed log for as long as you can be bothered to. And this can help you to gather these information. I got a client to do this recently around her menstrual cycle. She was like, I honestly just have no idea. 
I don't know what's happening when. And she started to gather this information and be like, oh my goodness, I actually tend to always have thrush on these days of my cycle. And I'm really grumpy on these days. And on these days, I feel really good. And it's that gathering of data is really helpful. What I might do when I'm working with clients around this, this is what looks like running tests and lab tests for people. Also, this looks at looking at the existing tests that their doctor might have run, looking at the medications that they've been prescribed, looking at the diagnoses or the the um, labels that they have, PCOS, or pre-diabetes, or fibromyalgia, of um, you know hypothyroid, whatever it is, and whatever's going on, gathering things in, but also making sure because this is a holistic, a holistic path. Looking at your, this isn't just about symptoms and food, also looking, gathering bits of information about your sleep, about your home environment. Do you live in a moldy house? Do you have, are you exposed to chemicals and toxic things? Do you take regular over-the-counter medication? Like really look abroad. Do you have relationships that are just stressing you out? gather that information and write it down. This is the gathering point is often the gathering. And for me, when I'm working with a client, this is when I'm writing stuff down, typing furiously during sessions. And then in between sessions, when I'm doing research and creating their program, where I often get pens and paper and just do a big old brain dump and just look and gather at every, all the information. This is gathering data, all the information going on so that we can then move to part three of this pathway. Step three is when we've gathered all this data and we want quantitative data, so meaning test results, um, medications and interactions and side effects, um, how people, you know, numbers, dosages of stuff that they're on. And then we want qualitative data, which is how they feel, the quality of life, what's going on, their symptoms, their feelings, their energy levels. You want both of those bits of data coming in. You, if you just have one set, it can be really skewed. You would say it's really great to have a balance of both. And then the third part is then what I call roots. <laughs> it's getting to the roots of the problem, getting to, sorry, getting to the root of the problem or figuring out the root cause or most often it's root causes. A lot of the times when people are working with me, there's several things going on um, and there's several root causes. And a lot of the time you can generally expect the longer you've struggled with an issue for, the more root causes you're going to have. So if you've had, if you've got a, a bunch of different labels, so say you're hyperthyroid, you've got PCOS, you have IBS, and you're on statins for your cholesterol. So that's like four things going on. The That can often... Um, mean that thing what's going on is more complex essentially so there can be more root causes so then you take all this listening all this gathering and you figure out okay what are the root or root causes so you take a look at all this information and what I do with clients is as I say I often take time to do this on my own or often I've done this enough now I just see patterns with clients and I, I can kind of predict what's happening but also test results can sometimes tell you because if I get a stool test back where someone's gut is an absolute mess then I'm like well I bet your bottom dollar root <laughs> causes we know that something that's contributing to this is your gut health and that comes up 90% of the time um but looking at your root cause is on root causes is really important because essentially this is the part where you ask why 
And the question why is actually unfortunately really missing from our conventional medicine model. If you go to your doctor and you say, I'm having terrible problems with my periods, they're suddenly really heavy and sore and they've never been before, um, you'll most likely be given different treatment options of say the pill or the coil or different contraceptives, but you there won't be a lot of investigation done into why that is, unless potentially you're at that pre-menopause time where they might run some tests, but generally speaking, it's if you ask why is this happening, you're not going to get very many answers. And so in the functional medicine model that I use and have been trained in, or this holistic model, why is a really important question. Because if you don't address the why for something, you're just going to be dealing with the symptoms or the fruit of the tree. And ultimately, if you don't like the fruit of the tree, you might just need to lob down the whole tree. If that makes sense. And plant a new one. Like just cutting off the fruit of a really rotten, horrible fruit tree, you're probably still going to get more rotten fruit unless you dig the whole thing up and replace it with something new, metaphorically speaking. So figuring out your why, why are you depressed? Why have you got really high anxiety? What's going on there? And there'll, there'll probably be multiple answers to that. If you're dealing with depression and anxiety, and you've been on medication for it for a long time, there's maybe some sort of emotional or historical issue for that, some trauma, some abuse, something. So we've got that going on. There might be a family proclivity and so some genetic influences. Your gut health is really unlikely to be very good if you struggle with anxiety and mental health because the gut-brain axis is so clearly outlined in um, research. So your gut health is probably not great and your nutrient status therefore is probably also going to be pretty low. So even now, even without knowing very little information, if you just tell me, Kezia, the biggest thing for me is my depression and, and my mental health, then I could almost predict some of the root causes potentially for you. So figuring out your why is really important. If you're doing this on your own, this can sometimes be where a bit of expertise can be helpful because if you've gathered all this information, you can be like, oh my gosh. But to help you with this, big root factors that I see come up time and time and time and time and time and time again are the following. So like I mentioned, gut health, even if your main problem is not digestive. So you might be like, Kezia, let's go with the mental health theme. It's my mental health that's really most problematic and I don't want to see change. I don't actually get bloated or my bowels aren't that bad. Still could, chances are your gut health is out of whack, for sure. You might be like, Kezia, my main issue is eczema. I don't, I don't have IBS. Still your gut health is probably a root cause going on. That's, I see it all the time with clients. It's quite clear within the literature. Again, it's not the only reason, but it is a big one for most of the clients I work with. So gut health, we can take that. It's nearly always a root cause. Then um, your history in terms of trauma, abuse, difficulty, childhood. Now this, we often, you might discount this if you're like, oh, Kezia, I had a really good childhood, but there might be key lessons or kind of small things that happened that are still bothering you and bothering your body. So that can be a big one. Stress, managing stress and processing stress and metabolizing stress is a big one. And what I mean by that is primarily what, how much cortisol do you make? Um, when do you make it? How do you metabolize it? How much of it is in your body at any one point? 
really important um, because too low cortisol is problematic, too high cortisol is problematic, not being able to metabolize it and get it out of your body is problematic. So many things. So stress or cortisol management and adrenaline management, really, really important um, and often a really big root cause. Other root causes um, or common ones that I see are nutrient depletions. Now this makes sense with gut issues. If your gut is out of balance, you're just not going to be absorbing as many nutrients as you would like, hence you getting depletions. So these two tend to go hand in hand. Gut issues is going to lead to nutrient depletions. So if we go back to that mental health theme, then the um, with mental health, often things like your um, B12 and your B vitamins play an important role along with um, uh, your protein digestion, all of that sort of stuff plays a big role. So nutrient depletions is another one that comes into that. And another root cause that I see really, really common as well is um, environmental factors, whether that is a stressful relationship that you're in, you're living in a moldy home, you have amalgam, those black fillings in your mouth, so you might have elevated mercury, heavy metal toxicity, um, VOCs from recently renovating a house or moving into a new a new build with lots of um, VOCs and other toxic compounds, having a job that involves a lot of um, toxins and exposure to those kinds of things. Your environmental um, kind of toxins plays a really big role as well, whether those are physical, emotional, huge, huge role. So those would kind of be the things that I see most often, but everyone is kind of slightly different. I've got a client at the moment whose main trigger is stress and environmental factors around um, VOCs um, and new builds and um, different things like that. I have another client whose main trigger is fumes, actually like, you know, like pollution type fumes and has had exposure to passive smoking. So that's been a massive trigger for her as well as um, poor um, gut health and a use, recent use of a lot of antibiotics. So getting to your root and root causes is really important. Otherwise, you're just dealing with the fluff. And if you constantly deal with the fluff, you'll end up really frustrated. Just want to interrupt for a second and give you a heads up. I will be taking on new clients in a couple of months time and I have really limited space. If you know that in 2021, you want to see some phenomenal results in your body, in your mind, in your energy, hormones, digestion, belly, waistline. If you know you're sick of going it alone and you've tried a million things and you just know you need some personalized help, some bespoke support, some functional lab testing to finally deal with those issues that have been plaguing you for maybe tens of years, then make sure you get on my wait list. I'll be going to my waitlist first and prioritizing them when it comes to taking on new clients. I don't work with that many people at once because we go really deep. We do a lot of research. It's a really amazing personalized process so that you get the absolute best results. So if you know you want to work with me privately this year, you know you don't want an online program, you know you don't want to join the Flourish Academy, then head over to keziahall.com forward slash waitlist keziahall.com forward slash waitlist. You'll find out more about how I work with people. There's a really short form to fill in. You fill that in. And as soon as I am accepting new clients, I will get in touch with you and you will have priority space. I would love to work with you. I constantly see the power of getting one-to-one -one bespoke tailored 
support and it is completely life-changing. So I would love to work with you if you're ready. Again, keziahall.com forward slash waitlist. Otherwise, let's get back to the show. Okay, so once you have listened and connected to your body and you've gathered information, you've gathered data, you've gathered numbers, you've gathered feelings, you've gathered all the information that you can, you've ran tests, all of these things, then you've started to look, okay, what could be some of my potential root causes? And if you're doing this on your own, you can have a look at your symptoms. You can do a bit of research. You can, hopefully all the podcasts that I've provided for you will help with that. So you'll have a bit of an idea, but I've kind of gone through some of the most, the most common root causes that I see. The next thing you want to do is get focused because what we've done basically in the last three steps is get really expansive. We've kind of just been like, listen, gather, let's just get all the information down. We now need to get narrow and focused. Otherwise you are going to make no change, take no action and just feel overwhelmed. And again, this is what I'm really good at as a holistic nutritionist because most people come to me, this isn't their first rodeo when it comes to, let's say, their IBS. They've tried different things before and one of the many reasons they end up working with me is they're just totally overwhelmed and they need someone to help them focus, keep them accountable and also create that strategy for them. But you can do this on your own as well. So what we want to now do is get really focused. So if you've got an if you've got an idea of your root causes, then what you want to look at, especially if you're doing this on your own, is then really think about, okay, number one, what is my capacity for change right now? What's my capacity for taking action? So that's something only you can decide. But for example, right now I am in my third trimester pregnant with twins. What's my capacity for change right now? It's very limited, (laughs) very limited. I am not going to be implementing some, ooh, let's start some low histamine autoimmune protocol diet right now. No, I'm not because my capacity for change is low and that's okay. So what I would want to focus on right now is just small little things that I feel like um, I have capacity for. Whereas you, I chat to clients sometimes and I ask them this question and they're like, no, Kezia, I'm ready. I've signed up. I've paid for it. I'm working with you for the next five months. Hit me with hit me with your best shot. Or we're going for it. And their capacity for change is big. They are ready. They are committed. They are invested in themselves. And we can go. But there's no right or wrong answer for this. But it's important that you look at it first. So what's your capacity for change? And then we want to look at one of those root causes and begin to address it. Now, when I'm working with clients and I'm doing this, I tend to... Um, double up just because it's my job and this is what I'm good at. I will tend to look at a deal with a couple of root causes at a time. But when you're doing this on your own, you can just start to think, okay, Kezia always hops on about gut health. And I suspect my gut health is maybe not great. So great. You make that your focus. You look, okay, I've got this maybe three or four root causes. Stress is maybe one. Gut health is maybe one. And I think maybe... I lived in a really moldy house two years ago and I think that's a problem. But in order to be focused, you don't want to try and deal with all of them all at the same time. So pick, let's say, gut health and you get focused on that and you think, right, okay, the first thing, and you might want to actually like go back 
to the start of this pathway then where you decide, okay, I'm focusing on gut health. And you might listen to some of my all my all my podcasts about gut health. You might get a book about gut health and gather information and kind of start that process with a more focused fashion. And for the next two or three months or whatever time frame you decide, when it comes to your health, your main focus is on supporting your digestion and your gut health. And you do that, you can set a date for when you review it. So often before, uh, what I get to do with clients is say, um, I often get them to rate out of 10, like how their digestion or gut health is, or their other symptoms, whatever key symptoms you're working on. And then, you know, three months later, you can review and be like, okay, three months ago, I rated this as a six out of 10, 10 out of 10 being the worst. Now it feels like a four out of 10. Great. That means you're making progress. So get really focused. And this is really important. Otherwise, you will just be overwhelmed by all the symptoms, all the information, all the data um, results, all of that sort of stuff. You need to get quite strategic. Pick one of your root causes and then really focus on it. And if you don't know anything about it, then that's the first step is research. Listen to some podcasts. Make that kind of intention to be like, okay, like between February and April of this year, I am focusing on my gut health and I'm going to read a book about it. I want to listen to some podcasts about that. I'm going to make some sauerkraut. I'm going to focus on that. Then the next thing is on, on this pathway of transformation is you've got focused. The next thing is actually you just want to be consistent. I know the really flashy, sexy, exciting thing to do is be like, right, well, I'm actually starting this entire massive complete life overhaul. And if you have capacity for that and that feels like something you can be consistent with, fine. There is points in our life where we just say enough is enough. But in general, the way you're going to see best results is actually just by being consistent. And this is where you just consistently do things to support your gut health. Um, it's why I work with my clients over four months, not just like, oh, let's do two sessions. Like, no, that's not going to transform anyone's life. People need A, the accountability, but also consistency to keep on going. You're not going to transform and get rid of all your unpleasant symptoms after doing like two weeks of being gluten-free. No, you need to be consistent with it. And I know that's like not what you want to hear, <laughs> but that's what I see with my clients. I work with clients over four months, three or four months. They're consistent. They show up for themselves. We make changes, we follow this pathway of transformation and then that's kind of how they get the results most of the time. So consistency is really key and consistency comes from actually not feeling overwhelmed. It's really difficult for you to be consistent if you just feel totally overwhelmed by things and that's why focusing, the, the point prior to this, is really important that you get focused. You're not getting distracted by, oh, actually, I'm going to do this stuff to support my hormones. Oh, oh, and I'm also going to work with a personal trainer. Oh, and I'm also going to train for a half marathon. Oh, and I'm also going to renovate my house. Oh, and I'm also going to do this. No, you get really focused. Of, right, right now, I'm focusing on my gut health or right now, maybe stress management or dealing with some old trauma. Right now, I'm getting therapy and that is what I'm doing for my health. And I'm going to do that and I'm going to review it in three months time really important because then you can then be consistent with that, consistent with the therapy, keeping on showing up, having the energy to do it, doing the homework involved, doing all the stuff that's involved on either side. Okay. And then the 
final part of this, of this kind of pathway, this holistic path to transformation (laughs) is you want to celebrate and review. Really important this point that you celebrate, that you actually take, that's why taking, um, some like quantitative measurements, either by test results. You can do this by retesting. Um, so say you did a stool test at the start of four months and then four months later you could run another stool test to actually see your progress. Or also if you've just done like, okay, let's rate my symptoms out of 10, you can come back and do another rating four months later and then kind of compare them. I do that a lot with clients because I do get it is hard when it's your body. It is hard to feel the difference. And so sometimes that's when um, having someone like me asking you and forcing you to make a quantitative um, kind of summary of them can be really helpful. But you want to celebrate your progress. It's so important that you celebrate your progress. You cannot punish or bully yourself into transformation. You can't. Dieting culture tells you that you can. So most women have that ingrained in them. Also the patriarchy, which is a part of dieting culture, tells us, you know, that if we um, push ourselves, bully ourselves, criticize ourselves, shrink ourselves, make ourselves smaller, less important, less needy, just less, then we'll be great. It just doesn't work. You cannot bully or punish yourself into transformation. You can't. So you have to get good at celebrating. You want to be able to, if you can't celebrate the small things, like I've managed two weeks of being dairy free and I love a milk in my tea. I'm so proud of myself. If you can't celebrate that, you're not going to celebrate the big big stuff like, oh my goodness, I've been pain free for three months. That's, you'll you'll have just moved on to the next problem because you're problem focused. And that's a really big problem I see with clients is actually they have made lots of progress. Their bloating's gone, their pain's gone, they're sleeping better, but they've not changed their mindset. So they just get fixated on the next issue of like, oh, but I still have spots and I still have acne. And yeah, there might be the case, but actually three or four months ago, that was not an issue for them at all and it never even came up as a problem but they're so problem focused they they can't celebrate and cultivate and um, meditate on actually the progress that they've made and the more that you celebrate and meditate on your progress the more progress you will make the more you sit and meditate on things that aren't going well or your failures failures or the places you haven't made progress the more um the 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 less progress you'll make. So if you want to make more progress, you need to learn to celebrate. If you want to stay stuck, then just keep on meditating on all the stuff that's not going right in your life. I'm not saying don't process it and don't feel your emotions through it, but you actually want to be create a discipline around celebrating. And I've had to do this because I was 100% miss problem focused. And I can be if I do not check myself before I wreck myself. But you have to learn to celebrate yourself and get really proud of yourself. You know, for those of you that watch Miranda, the TV program with Miranda Hart in it. What have you done today to make you feel proud? It's a great phrase to have going on in your head. Feel proud of yourself. And that comes from celebrating. And I genuinely feel really proud of myself, guys. I didn't used to. I used to think I was just a big, fast failure. But through realizing that actually learning to celebrate myself, 
and my progress, no matter how small or how big, actually allows me to make more progress and also, side note, have more fun along the way. <laughs> this, this whole like transforming your health thing can very easily become a very intense and serious serious path of transformation and it really doesn't need to be it can be kind of fun and like a big old curious experiment that's kind of how I see it anyway so learning to celebrate yourself this can look and and a great way of doing this is doing reviews so putting in a couple of times to review it so I do this with clients you can do this on your own say you've decided to focus on something for three months again after three months you go back and review it you see how's that going how are my symptoms how am I feeling what changes have I done what am I proud of what's not gone well review and then if you've not gotten to where you want to be then you kind of can repeat rinse and repeat this process you can go back to all that data you've gathered at the start you can look at your root causes you can then focus on another thing and then you could be consistent with it and that is that is essentially the loop that I often do with client until we get to the place where they're like nah I'm feeling great guess yet wow this is amazing and they don't need my support anymore it really that is how you can actually create incredible transformation in your symptoms and your health and your energy and your mental health and in your hormones and in your weight and in all your skin and all of these things. It actually can just be this relatively simple process. And yes, ideally working with someone like me or someone similar is a great way to do it. So if if you're like, gosh, because I need some help with this, then make sure you get on my wait list for when I start taking on new clients again, because I was fully booked before going on maternity leave. And now obviously I'm on maternity leave as you are listening to this. Um, so do get on that wait list um, because my prices will probably go up um, once I am back um, so that I can pay for all the stuff for the twins. That's not actually, I had actually planned another price increase. But um, so do make sure you get on that wait list. But that is this holistic pathway to transformation. It requires you to show up for yourself. It requires you to have just an ounce. You don't need you don't need tons of this, but an ounce of that feeling that I'm worth this, that I'm worth investing in. That how I feel and who I am is important. You don't need a lot of it. Literally a gram will do. You don't need a ton of it. Just a little smidgen of belief that you're worth this process. And that how you feel every day matters. And that there is, and the same with hope, just a little gram of hope that things can change because they can. And that is how you can start this process. Because your body actually, when you can do these things, when you can listen to it, when you can gather data on it, when you can figure out root causes, when you can get focused and consistent and learn to celebrate yourself, actually the body responds and goes, Oh, actually, I do actually want to heal and repair. Your body has tons of natural inbuilt mechanisms for healing and repair and detoxification. That's kind of what your body is. It's just this like incredible repairing, detoxing, re- like um, healing machine, but it often just needs the right kind of framework to really flourish. Okay, so I hope that has been really helpful. Let me know any questions that you have. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast or any of my podcasts, do please share it on Instagram or Facebook or text a screenshot to a friend. You could send someone an email of your favorite episode. I would really love as many people to hear this this podcast as possible because I know from feedback from you that it's uh, 
transformational in terms of your own health and your own life. So thank you for joining me. Sending you lots of love.